Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Hey, guys. Strap yourselves in, because this is going to be a long and awful <laughs> season. I, after that Levante game, thought maybe we had a chance to catapult uh -huh. into a good week. We've been hyping up this October against Atletico Madrid, Valencia, and Real Madrid for, you know, two, two months, three months now. And... Oof, use really two zero lost Atletico Madrid. Luis Suarez scoring against us, mm -hmm. doing the telephone to kind of <laughs> troll Coman. Thomas Lamar connecting with Suarez for that first goal. Just rudimentary passes just seem to cut up our defense. You yep. know, you think you're talking about like uh, facing, you know, Cruz, Modric, Casemiro, Ronaldo, Benzema at the peak of their abilities, the way that they're like you know passing through us. But it's just really just such simple play. And our team can't do anything. And it's just the Swiss cheese defense is back. Mm -hmm. On an offense, the players just have no idea what's going on. I mean, this is really, really a nightmare scenario. And I know people don't like everyone being negative, right? You see a lot of the big accounts, Talk FCB, other accounts. Sure. Everyone's really dreary right now and negative, And that can be a lot to take on as a fan. But at some point, 3-0 Bayern. Okay, hey guys, we might have a chance. Let's just come back and we'll do okay, right? Cadiz, Levante, uh, Benfica, 3-0 loss. Atletico, 2-0 loss. Yeah. I mean, we're we're you know we're in. We're ready for some tough, tough moments. And what's so crazy, use as I go on this little bit of a rant here, is that Laporta just had the comments before the game today saying that Coleman has our trust. He he'll be able to you know be our our um, coach. We don't have any plans to change him immediately. Reports are that somehow Komen convinced Laporta that once everyone's healthy, which is only Dembele and Aguero now, that the team will change and somehow <laughs> Dembele and Aguero will make our defense whole mm -hmm. and our midfield be able to actually do something. It'll make PK and Busquets actually you know good, not like these old dinosaurs who are out there just playing on their reputation. <sighs> Take a breath, Adam. Okay. That was a long rant, but. Listen, I know what you're trying to say here. We're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> we're breaking down at the fundamentals of soccer, and I yeah. think that's why we're so upset. It's like the, all the players have no idea what to play, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. You see just an incredible amount of nothing. There's no movement. But there's no plan. We've gone back to this whole crossing game. We played a lot better without Luke Dijong, right? Sure. Uh, but, again, there's just no plan, right? We, uh, we, and we here's the thing. Even though Komen was in the stands, right, because that red card and Schroeder with his, you know, we couldn't see the pants, but <laughs> he was out there, you know, coaching the team. Sure. We got the lineup, I think, almost we would have wanted, right? We got Mingueza's right back, Des left, then we had PK and Araujo, then mm -hmm. we had Nico Busquets Gavi, then we had Coutinho, Depay, and Stegen. Ter Stegen out there as well. Um, and so it was, and Frankie Dijon, there we go. Oh, yeah. It was, it was just really, really rough. Yeah, but okay. Let's let's get into that lineup, right? I know we've had some injuries, so that's why we're playing this. As we saw in the game before, is it though? We only have Pedri and Dembele and Aguero. No, injured. but in like general, our attack and you know. But last game we had, we didn't play Mingueza, so we saw the Mingueza on the right side. We're like, okay, we got some more unity here. We got some more um, wholesomeness well, we, we to our strategy. What we thought we'd been practicing. Sure. Right. It's it's like we didn't like the three five two, sure. and we wanted to see the four three three, and that's what we got. But Really, this game going into it, a lot of uh, a lot of the air was that there's just no way Barcelona is going to be Atletico Madrid away at their stadium. It just didn't make sense at the 
at the core of this whole issue... Well, you issue, would expect us to put up a fight, you know? Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. At the core of this whole issue, it's not that we lose these games. It's the manner in which we lose the games. Benfica was an awful loss. Today is an awful loss. We just looked so in shambles that I think the most upsetting thing about Laporta saying we support Komen is that... Komen How is could just, you? Yeah, he's just doing some... His strategies aren't Nothing is working. Good. He just... I think he's lost the team, right? Is the mm-hmm. phrase they always say about a coach sure. and his team. It's like, I feel like he's lost the team. Like, you know, you see that that moment where Busquets and PK are arguing. I mean, neither sure. of them had a good game. PK looked absolutely mm-hmm. shambolic today. Busquets also just looked so lazy and doesn't do anything on defense. And also, you know, he had one nice pass to Coutinho that was not even that nice because Coutinho couldn't get it. PK, I felt like any time the ball came near mm-hmm. him, he would just clear it wherever he wanted. No care in the world about making any sort of, you know, play out of the back build up. I mean, sure. it, it's it's impossible for me to, to me to it's impossible for me to imagine that a different coach wouldn't have any benefits here. Right? Oh, 100%. And, and it's impossible for me to imagine yeah. that somehow Komen is the guy. I mean, no. we're going to we're going to come up against Valencia and Real Madrid in the next 2 weeks and we're going to have a really hard time winning those and we're I don't know if we're going to be in the Champions League next year. We're not going to get top 4. Sure. I almost certainly think we'll be out of the group stages in the Champions League. This is really like the most nightmare scenario possible and as Thomas Angle, t- right, he uh, texted me, the w- one bright side of this is it really shows how good Messi was, that he was able to prop up this team for so long. True. But, you know, without Messi, it's really just, like, all those issues that, that used to show, right? Like, we used to say Valverde has Messi save us all the time. Even those teams had something there. This team mm-hmm. has just deteriorated over the last, like, five, six years into such a disorganized mess. It's, it's just uh, so upsetting. Yeah, but that's not like, there's a lot of factors here, and the biggest factor is that when you have someone that can't direct the team to even playing in a style that gives them hope, it's like all the players on the pitch are fighting for themselves. At the beginning of this game, we saw Frankie De Jong pushing on the offense. He did a good job, but he couldn't create. He's not messy, right? And he's not a player that can do something as magical. But he is fighting, but it seems like he's fighting by himself. Depay, trying to get some space, can't do it. Um, Des is sitting in the corner, uh, covered by a bunch of Atletico defensive men. Mm-hmm. What is he supposed to do? Then you have Araujo and PK in the back. Just Shambolic, seems like playing man. by themselves. Simple passes. For sure. I mean, you know, that I feel like saying play by, playing by themselves takes some weight off of how bad they were. But honestly, True. just everyone on this team yeah. did not play well today. I thought Coutinho, of all the players, was the one who might have been the best. I mean, he actually seemed like, you know, he was creating some th- chances. But again, it's a really low bar, our team sure. set. And... You look at Atletico Madrid and Diego Simeone and you think, wow, that's a team who understand how to play defense. Mm-hmm. And, of, you know, sure. I, I'm not Albert Einstein here. You could have said the same thing <laughs> for the last, you know, decade almost because uh, mm-hmm. that's what his teams do. But when you see that compared to our team, especially this year, right, Valverde had a pretty good defense, had us pretty, you know, set up to, to defend well and at least get a draw on almost every game. Compared to this team, it's just night and day, right? The way Atletico mm-hmm. had the that block set up to make sure that we didn't get any threat. Like you said, every time Dest got the ball, and Dest is someone that we hope from the wings can at least create some offense, he was just surrounded by defenders, mm-hmm. and all of his passing outlets were covered. Let's, <sighs> not, let's not forget that we played awfully and that Atletico Madrid took advantage of that situation. Their defense was great. I don't think we were going to score the whole time, but – you know, there were times in the game in which we just completely dropped the ball, uh, leaving Suarez open completely, leaving Lamar open completely. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. We're, we're coming agree. up against Valencia next weekend. Then we have Dynamo Kiev in the Champions League mm-hmm. midweek. And then we come up, I believe, after that against Real Madrid mm-hmm. again. It is just... But let me ask you. Uh-huh. What... Correction, what? by the way. We have two weeks off, which could help uh, us out. Our next game is against Valencia, but that's not until the 17th of mm-hmm. October. So we have two weeks off for international break. Sure. Oh, but what, what w- can Komen do different? Because he obviously doesn't know what he's doing. But... At this point, if he's saying like, "Oh, I need Dembele, I need Fatih to come in," or well, excuse think me. about it. That's that's what's so ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like the premise of what you're gonna ask is ridiculous because he was the one who said, "I need Luke De Jong." True, and he Very has true. been so bad. <laughs> we we consistently play yeah. worse with him than we do uh, with him on the pitch, true. right? And. Th- th- I think what just like is so crazy is we keep seeing Araujo running up to the front of the offense in like Dude. the 80th plus minute because the team has no plan to <laughs> score. It's just cross, <laughs> cross, cross, and pray. <laughs> and then we're praying with a team that's uh, not good at headers, right? And so it's yeah. just it's just baffling to he me. He put see. in Lenglet and then covered the back, and then he had Araujo push forward. What an what a crazy strategy that our our uh, center, center back. backs are having to come forward to create any type of offense, and that we put in a defensive player so we can move a center back forward. It's honestly crazy the tactics he's choosing to implore during these tough, tough times. It just seems like he thinks that these... Um, off the cuff decisions are somehow going to throw Atletico off of well, the the scent here. What's been clear is Komen just he's uh, bad at all aspects of coaching, right? True. And in game management is especially tough. And 100%. so there's nothing, you know. I wish it was like I wish it was so easy to be like, okay, we'll get a new coach in and they'll revolutionize it because a lot of what people saw last season, which is why this idea is somewhat popular, I think, is because Frank Lampard came into a Chelsea se- team, right? Led them for the first half of the season. They looked pretty bad. Then they got Thomas Tuchel. He came in. He led them to win the mm-hmm. Champions League. And so there is that example of a coaching change midseason that has worked out well. But you look at Barca, right? We subbed Valverde for Setien. Really went bad. Awful. And I just, I don't, I don't know if we're going to be able to make that change. And I don't think the coaching options like Tuchel are out there right now, except for like Conte, uh, he's the only one I feel like has the experience that could really like change things, change things. Mm-hmm. I feel like we put in Javi, we're going to leave him screwed, putting him into a situation that's not good and then have the fans be mad at him. I feel like no other options out there are really that good for us to take over. And so I understand why Laporte is saying, hey, support Komen, because basically he's like, if we switch anyone now, they're going to be screwed too. Sure. So why don't we just let Komen get all the blame for one season, take it up as a big L, I mean, you know, it'll probably continue on for a few seasons, but at least the coach who comes in next season will kind of start from the ground up. Maybe we finish top 10 in La Liga this <laughs> Don't season. Don't say that. I mean, hopefully we finish top 10, and then that coach <laughs> comes in. You know, you finish 10th the season before, at least the, the burden of expectations won't be on them. That's true. It's just, it, it sucks. Uh, and it feels so like a betrayal of how good Barca have been for the last, you know, 15 years, and even for 40 years but they've been really again, good. But again... The every once in a while, the team does need yeah. this chance to just kind of but to that crush point, it all down and then build up from the ashes. But to that point, we're not playing any type of particular football. We're playing m- cross. Pick a, yeah, pick a strategy that doesn't make sense with our play style and our players. None of those players play like that normally. So uh, during practice, that's not happening. So like, what is going on? What are these options? And at the same time, I'm like, well, Laporta is saying let's support his whatever he's doing just because I think it's a political move. I think at the time, like you're saying, we don't have another option. Well, what do you expect him to say? If he were to say, 
Coleman sucks and I want to get rid of him. But I can't. I mean, he already did that this summer. He already said that. Yeah. And then if he says it now, it's just like, okay, well, then you're failing your job by not firing him immediately, right? Like, it is political. You're right. Sure. But, like, it's really the only thing he can say. Yeah. And that goes to the heart of what we've been talking about is Laporta throughout this whole scenario, right? There was a time in, I think, March or April when Laporta comes in and it seemed like everyone felt like, oh, my God, all of our issues are gone. We got Laporta. He's going to build us back up to what we were in 2008, 9, and 10. And... You know, the weeks go by and it just feels more and more like we got a politician who kind of gassed us up on some ideas. And once reality hit, wasn't able to deliver. There's been some shady things around the Super League, around the Messi signing, about how he's dealt with Komen. If he didn't like him in the summer, you know, why did you even let him come in this season? Um, I know it's because we didn't want to pay him like the the fee to get rid of him. But (sighs) yeah, but I, I agree with you. But at the end of the day, it's like going into the next few weeks. I'm just dreading watching Barcelona play in games where it's so heartless. Uh, it's not a team that I want to – it's not fun to watch. Oh, no. Right? I see some of the fans who are in, like, Australia or uh-huh. or Africa or Asia, and they're like, I have to wake up at what time to watch this team? Like, <laughs> you know, before, <laughs> when you're in college and Barca have, like, a w- you know, okay, what, like six years ago, like, oh, my God, Barca have a 4 a.m. game. Like, I got to get up. I want to see Messi, Neymar, and Suarez. What are they going to do? You know, even three years ago, right, you're in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got to see the Classico. Like, what, what's going to happen? Does this team have a shot? Now it's really hard to get excited for these games because you just, you know, this game against Atletico was so predictable and how mm-hmm. bad we were, and it just feels like every game is like that. And so, you know, I wish we had more optimistic news, but you But can't I think everybody knows. Yeah, you have yeah. to be honest. You know, yeah. you don't want to spend this whole time here just ragging on the players and the coach, but, sure. you know, with the level of performance being out there, it's not like we can sit here and be happy or give you some sort of, you know, sugar-coated idea that, oh, it'll be better if we switch <laughs> out to Xavi and two months later we'll, you know, no. win the Champions League. Like, it just doesn't really seem like we have that in us. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I totally agree. I think at the end of the day... We just have to kind of roll with the punches as we go on because nothing we do is going to change. It's going to take a while. I know it's a rebuilding stage. Things are going to happen. We still have a lot of injured players. It's a roller coaster, and we've talked about this uh, in the past, the tale of two cities. But now I think it's shifted to just one city in which awful awful play. play. (laughs) Well, hit that subscribe button, guys, because we have some more videos of us unfortunately, <laughs> covering what's going on with Barca. But, hey, thank you guys so much. We will see you two weeks off from the international break. Sure. If there's any news coming out about a new coach, we will definitely make a video or a podcast. So thank you guys so much. Have a nice weekend. Have a good one.